Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Fire, funk, and noise has been brought by the uh, Ask Good Mandy eat. people, Slee. They're already uh, queuing up to Ask Amanda the uh, Ask Mandy questions. They're doing a good job, so I think we're pretty good. Don't forget, you can call in as well when we get to 1215. That's when uh, Amanda's going to come in, 877-710-3776. And they're doing what they do, a little bit of food, a little bit of movies, a little mm-hmm. bit of just kind of life advice, all of these sorts of things that make Ask Slee work is going to make Ask Mandy work. I would think, too, that I think the one time we were promoting to do it, I think you're going to get a lot of people that ask questions about the station, right, from Amanda's perspective. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get a little bit oh, of that. Oh, we got a lot so of that. That'd be good. We got a lot of that. Yeah, that'd be um, good. A lot of questions about themselves, like which of them do, does she like the best? One of the I'll, – I'll, I'll – Give you a little sneak preview. Which of the all-stars are her favorite? Ah. Uh, that's that's one of the ones that's on there. So we'll get it figured out. You saw Nara Park? I, oh, my gosh. Yeah, okay. I hate like, it. I, I, don't, I'm, I don't share Emily's phobia of deer, um, but that the, the pictures, that looks awful. It's a nightmare. That That is Hellscape. hundreds Incredibly. of deers in a very uh, – deer? Deers? Did I say deers? Hundreds of deer in a, in a very small spot. That, you know how I don't like that. Fear famous, the deer? I fear the deer. Famous, Often. famous spot. And they'll actually sell you, like, crackers to like feed the deer. Like a petting zoo kind of deal? No. It's, actually, it's, it's completely wide open. There's Some of them are literally on the road. If you're driving, you got to wait. Not It's not like freeway type, like just slow moving. Literally, there'll be a deer just laying there, or and some of you have to get out well, and be like, hey, the horn? You, yeah. <laughs> pat it on the they're butt. They're an invasive and... species. Get them out. <laughs> they're not like bull weevils. Nope. <laughs> they're, they're, don't like it's, them. It's, get them out of here, I deer. Taylor, understand. little credit for dropping bull weevil on the show today. <laughs> I still it. don't know the fear of them. I don't why either. Why would you have fear of I don't either. They, That's I mean, why it's irrational. Taylor asked for our irrational fears. I don't know why. I just don't like them. Okay. <laughs> don't go to Nara. Don't go to Nara Park. windshield's rational. Yeah, so uh, I like, that's yeah. Rational. Well, that's that, different, that part, but that's hitting that, anything. Yeah. That's not a deer. If you hit a, a buffalo, deer, but, a but, buffalo deer dri- right. but deer when you're driving, especially at night, they will just jump out ahead of you. And I'm just, I've been trained since I started driving, just always be wary, and that's turned that, into that's, fear. Through, but that's swerve. being scared yeah. of a deer in that situation. But an actual just deer on a golf course, and it's not going to yeah, do anything. I, that's a different kind of fear of the deer. It's not. It's going to come over here. It's 100% not. Like, I get the. You don't want to hit one. That's bad, but that's not a deer. That could be any large creature that's in the room. Deer do way more. Deer, sorry, I did. Yeah, I've like, infected. Deer do my my terrible grammar often. has infected your brain. Do you ever do that when you're talking and you realize you said something that makes absolutely no sense? Do, does the alarm go off in your Three, brain? Three, four times a day. Yeah, good. Okay, I'm just yeah. making sure I was the only one. A lot of people sending us pictures of the uh, elementary school pizza. It looks worse than I remember, but I would definitely eat a piece. I'd have of it a right slice now. right now. You, you you had that in your school, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Taylor, you, you got that going How on? How did everybody yeah, have the it. same pizza? Yeah. It, Probably it, the same company did well, everybody. You were just talking about the government cheese, right? Uh, that it's Government pizza. Government yeah. pizza. Maybe that's what it is. It's <laughs> school district pizza handed out by the feds. We gave the government on too Santa much control. Or did it. <laughs> We've given them 
We've turned our, our free will over to big pizza. Yep. That's what's happening. Um, 20, Microwave that thing for a good 45 seconds. You, you, That's all you it, need. It would still be Nuke the same. Brand new, 45 minutes in the microwave. Matter. It's coming out exactly the same. 20 years ago today, Slee. Brings the ball into Shaq out above the three. Shaq gives the ball off, and they get it to the man they want to have it, and that's Kobe. Kobe to the dribble. Kobe underneath. Puts it up. No whistle. Shaq made three bounds and missed it. One second. And the count of it goes. Okay, a couple things. First off, I'm really, really happy you found that cut. Chick. The chicken stew cut. Yeah. Because every time you go and you go watch that highlight, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Just gave him the fist. See if he would stop. It worked. Every Chick's on to something. Every time you watch that highlight, it's not chicken stew. Chicken stew, we're only doing the radio broadcast. It's the NBC call, right? It's the NBC call. Yeah. Um, that's number one. Number two. That call sounds like it was from 1917. <laughs> 200 years ago. And the fact that Chick is saying Shaq in Kobe's name and Robert Ory and all that does not sound like that goes with a the mix yeah, there. It's like it was done with Thomas Edison's original recordings on the phonograph. The archives on that one is uh, that's It does sound a little older than it is, right? It 20 years ago, we had real tapes. 144 years old. <laughs> what do you mean? One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Four score and seven years ago. Oh, that's awesome. Houston, you have a problem. I love, I love Stu at the end there. All he says is Robert Ory. <laughs> like it's just great. Like, look, I, I it, it's funny that that's twenty years ago today. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be perfect because we could tell our perspective of it. Taylor, who's a Sacramento Kings fan, will tell his perspective of it. We don't have too many highlights of that where we're like, <laughs> oh, just Taylor, see if you can find the Kings call. Right, see if you, I, that, that's oh, wow. got to be out there somewhere. I, I, I've tried, but we'll keep trying. It, you from, couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. It's but from we'll 1924. <laughs> you can find it. Look it's up highlights of 1924. Somewhere, right? So 20 years ago, I, I don't know where that is for you, but you look at, you know, your most iconic sports moments as a fan, right? Just a fan, sure. the squad that you cheer for. Sure. I'm sure you got a couple of those that are Dodger related. For sure. I'm sure there's a couple that always stand out. That specific play 20 years ago today. Bro, I, how do you want me to describe it? I'll tell you the whole thing. Do you want me to tell you I was at my parents' house. The way we had um, – my whole family were all Laker fans. The garage was set up as if – and we always had like – it was kind of like a, an extra living room. We okay. We park a car there so you'd have a couch, refrigerator, TV. You'd have a whole setup there. Sounds great. In the living room, in the other side of the house, there were other family members watching the same game. And we had some cousins over on that day. And – that shot goes up. Most of the game you thought Lakers were going to lose. If you lose that game, you're down three games to two. I think it would be three games to two. Kings would have a chance to go tie it up. I think. I could be wrong on that. Or no, no. You'd it be down three four. to one. It was game yeah, four. Yeah, that's right. You'd be yeah. down three to one. The moment that shot goes in, the entire house, it's like everybody just, everybody was now in one place yeah, celebrating cool. together the whole thing. I can only imagine how many different households. It was the same thing up here in L.A. and for Laker fans. 
but you all kind of have that that moment where you knew all the details of that play. That for me is one of the most iconic. It, moments. It's it's funny you describe it like that because I obviously remember it. I, I remember watching it, and I remember being incredibly excited that he knocked the shot down. But the thing that I remember the most about it was the overhead shot on TV, mm. right? Like you see it, and, and the ball comes out, and all of a sudden it gets tipped to the top, right? And Ori's standing Thanks, there. He catch, yeah, Vlade knocks it. He tries to knock it towards half court. Ori's there. He catches it. He lets it. And this is from not exactly overhead, but high oh, above. I, I know what you're talking about. And he lets it go, and you travel the arc of the ball. And Unbelievable. Boom, it goes in. Every single person jumps out of their seat, throws their hands in the air. They're jumping up, and it's just you couldn't choreograph it any more perfectly. Like if you had the most talented choreographer and actors and yep. dancers said, "Okay, everybody, all at once, let's mimic jump this. up," you could never do it like that. It was I'm getting the the hairs on my arm. Yep. We're standing up talking about it. it. Was one of those moments where, wait a second, did that really mm-hmm. just happen? And you and know, crazy, it was 84 years ago today. <laughs> you know what makes it kind of, I don't, want, I don't know if it's better or worse, but but different, that it's not Kobe, that it's not Shaq, that it's not LeBron James, or it, that it, it was a role player, an important one, mm-hmm. to be sure. Robert mm-hmm. Ori, I mean, what, was he got six titles? Something? Seven. Seven, okay, seven. I mean, obviously an incredibly important part of championship caliber teams, but Robert Ori wasn't the best player on that team. Robert Ori wasn't the second best player on that team. But in that moment, just bang, and... So good, and and it goes well, right on that list. I, I made a short little list here. I'd be curious to what everybody else wants to put on that list. Eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six for me, and I think anybody roughly my age and anybody that cares even a little bit about baseball, it's the most obvious one in the world. It's the, it's the Kirk Gibson home run off Dennis Eckersley because of all the drama leading up to it. Right, Dennis Eckersley never gave up hits. Dennis Eckersley never walked anybody. It's Kirk, the World Series. It's the World Series. Kirk Gibson can't walk mm-hmm. much less. He's not playing. He can't. He can't walk. Well, Vince Scully on the call. Vince Scully on the yep. call. Mm-hmm. Describe everything about it, and then that iconic shot Pop. of him, you know, looping it into the right field stands. You see the brake lights go on <laughs> behind the pavilion. Everything about it was. You got to be. It was. It was scripted. It was absolutely scripted except for it was real and, and that's the one at the top of the list for me but Greg and I were talking about it a little this morning. The little magic baby hook shot against the Celtics. The yep. baby sky hook. That mm-hmm. was another one where you see McHale and Parrish and you just right over the top of their fingertips and magic takes Kareem's signature shot with Kareem under the basket <laughs> right. watching it go in. There yep. are, we, we've been so incredibly spoiled with all of these moments. So I, and I think for and I think this is part of it. It's such a good point when you say that it was Ori, right? Like there, there's something about that, too. And watching that dude's reaction to the shot, right, when you hit the shot and just turn around and look at his own teammates like, did you forget who the hell I was? <laughs> and, 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 it's, and it's, look who got a crack at it. Kobe got a shot at it, missed. Shaq kind of... Alligator arms, just quick, thinking that the clock was, you know, was winding down. He got a shot at it and missed. And then Vlade, former Laker. Got a shot at the rebound and missed. Well, but but (laughs) can I tell you something? He didn't do the wrong thing. He's getting the ball out. Get me the ball away from the basket. Didn't Vlade say it was lucky afterwards? He did say it was lucky. Yeah. And And then Ori said... I disagree uh, with that. You better, uh, you better go read the paper or something. <laughs> right. yeah, I don't. I don't. Nobody gets lucky that much. Yeah, right? no, just, you might get lucky once. You okay. get lucky ten times. That was our perspective of it. 
what what Taylor? This is it is kind of unique because you don't have like oh, there's a Cavs fan, Craig Elos, <laughs> right. and the shot over. You know, seems like a lot of these Kings moments have been coming up when I'm on the show too. But um, it was such a good series, you know, back and forth all around, despite you know whatever discrepancies with uh, foul calling. But Game Five for me, the biggest moment in my, you know. Not a lot of moments to look forward to as a Kings fan, but Game 5, Mike Bibby hit the game yep, winner. Yeah, they went up 3-2. Yeah, went up 3-2. And I think, for me, the other one would probably be a Torrey Hunter, or Torrey Hunter in the All-Star game robbing Barry Bonds. That was great. And yeah. That's when Bonds picked him up in the outfield after that? Yeah, my, yeah. my most memorable. Well, I was actually asking what he thought of the shot. The shot? Yeah, like from your perspective. Of course, I, I would kind of rather had Kobe make that, you know? Losing to you Kobe, could live with it a little better. I could live with it better, but but Ori, for some reason, it stings more. But it wasn't like uh, Sasa Vujicic. It was, I mean, Ori's Ori. He's not the mm-hmm. guy, but he's the guy adjacent. But right now, or at that moment, I didn't have that that knowledge of the NBA and you know his background. Yeah, Ori had. Yeah, that's but that's what he does. I should have read the paper. That's what he does. <laughs> better read the paper or something. <laughs> Look. If your nickname is Big Shot Bob, ah, just, you, yeah, you, just, you, you've got yeah, it going yeah, on. Yeah, that's what, what else, that's what a great nickname. And I always go back to this when we're talking about nicknames. We'll take some phone calls coming up here in just a bit. 877-710-ESPN. Mr. October. Because not only do I do stuff, but I do it when it matters most. I'm, the, yeah, I'm Big Shot like Bob. I'm Mr. October in the NBA. Dave, like, well, no, that's preseason in the first two weeks of the regular season. George Steinbrenner, after he signed Dave Winfield to that giant deal, he goes, I used to have Mr. October, and now I have Mr. May. Ouch. From your owner. I mean, that is rough. Dave Winfield's one of the great players of all time. I used to have Mr. October. Now I have Mr. May. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. May's a key month. (laughs) You got to get hot. You got to get off to a good start. Take some of these phone calls coming up next. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. See, those guys are doing it wrong. Yeah, they don't get it. They don't get it. They don't they understand don't the it. context of it all, which was you were asked to do an emotionally wounded, depressed Chewy. Yeah. <laughs> this was Chewy who'd been going yeah. through some things for a while and really wasn't feeling his best. Don't hate guys. That's as good as it gets. Really as good as it gets right you there. You know what that was? It's kind of a, it was kind of a cross between Chewbacca and Ross from Friends. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> that was what I was going for. Hi guys. Uh, Neil, thank you for sending a compilation of deer attacks. <laughs> attacks? Huh? Emily, right. maybe you might be on to something. Deer. You may be I won't watch something. that only for that. Yeah, I don't. I don't like those. Vi- Do you, okay. I think you fall into one of two categories with this, right? You're either those guys that love watching terrible things happen to people on video or no. never in a minute. No. Like, somebody sends this and you see a guy hanging off the back of a golf cart, I'm out. I'm not even playing it because I know, I know how fights. it ends. People oh, watch no, fights no, all day no, long. No, I don't, don't want to watch that. Of course I don't want to see not. any of that. No. Why would I want to watch somebody get hurt or fall off a golf cart and go rolling no, down the you. hill? That's the same looks, people who like injury videos and, uh, and sports and stuff. Like, you, I, can't, I, no. I can't do the replay. No, 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 no. I, I'm out on that. Um. I want to take these calls coming up in just a second, but it's funny. I, mean, I was I, I took the eight second break to go 
run down the hall and back. Um, and I started thinking about the Ori shot again and where I was. And I, I'm 99% sure I was at home watching that one. But, Taylor, you mentioned it a second ago that the games that came after that, in particular Game 6, where the calls went haywire, right? right. I, I was at a bar in Pasadena. I think it was Q's. I think there, and I don't think it's there anymore, but I'm pretty sure we were at Q's in Pasadena watching that game where the Lakers got every call imaginable and then several more on top of that. And I remember watching it, and the guys in the bar were all sitting there having beers and drinking and watching the game and whatnot. And it got so silly, Al, that it was so – and again, the bar is filled with Laker fans, right? It's in Pasadena. But everybody's kind of looking at each other like, what, what, what is going on here? Like, Nothing. why, why, why is this happening? And, and nobody was mad. It was like, well, I mean, we'll take it, I guess. But boy, isn't this weird? You know, it's funny. I'd, I'd have to. Do you know how bad it has to be to have a bar full of your fans so th- kind of looking at each other like, wait, wait, uh, is, this is, is this, weird? Is this game seven that was the issue? This game six. six. Game six was the issue. Game seven was close. I, I wanna, I wanna almost go back and watch game six. You see what I'm saying? That like I got some videos for like you. Like it's it, it, today. I, I got a quick stat for you because I just mm-hmm. listened to the podcast. So, the Lakers shot 27 free throws mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. <laughs> okay, I mean, <laughs> they shot 27 free gotta, throws. Gotta stop reaching in the fourth quarter. You just gotta stop fouling. On, the average feet. amount of free throws for a team in you a gotta game. Gotta move your feet. It's about 24 for a game. Shot 27 Damn. free throws in the fourth I, I quarter. I actually really want to do that. I think I'm going to go do that. I'm going to find a day where I watch game six because when all that stuff was happening, look, when you're a fan, all you're doing is my team winners or not, you're not really that's paying how, attention. But, that's from, how but bad, if I, that's if I how look at it, it from that perspective of like, oh, yeah, that's awful, that's awful, I'd be curious Even to in that. the moment, it was a what is going on around here. And I can't imagine, Taylor, what it must have been like for Kings fans in the moment because as Laker fans, you're like, like, hey, look, fans. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Cool. I mean, no, I, but I Mike Bibby's mean. face did foul Kobe's elbow. I agree. Yeah, that was the worst one for me. <laughs> Kobe got Kobe elbowed Mike Bibby in the one. face, yeah, and they called a foul on Mike Bibby. <laughs> got to give him space. Yeah, he's, he's got to have an opportunity his to face throw his elbow. Fouled his elbow. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Say when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance, visit progressive.com. Let's go to Oxnard and Sean. Sean, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, yeah, I was just chiming in on uh, the, the conversation here. I was lucky enough to be. Uh, courtside at oh, that game. No way. Um, it's pretty, yeah, insane. I'm not the mean, not a guy with the means to have courtside tickets, but my uncle, uh, you know, blessed me with them and my family, and it was pretty awesome. I got to actually shake Robert Roy's hand. He was running across. We were there early, obviously. He's running across the court in his sweats and tennies and <clears throat> gave him a little fist bump, and then that happened. But, yeah, Travis, you said uh, what it looked like in that place. I've never heard anything louder about uh, i was 12 years old i'm 34 now the place erupted it was insane it was actually one of the most amazing things ever the only thing that has recently uh touched that for sound at a at a sporting event kobe's final game five home run mm. wow that was huge wasn't at that one but chris taylor's game five uh home run to, to do it for the dodgers i was at that last year awesome the place erupted that's the only thing in you know 22 years that's compared uh, it's pretty cool, guys. Appreciate it, Sean. That's a great story. Can you imagine that? You're 12 years old. No. You get a chance to go to no. that game courtside. But 12, like think about it. The, the lasting memory that's going to have on you at 12, that's like the perfect age. You're old enough to where you're going to remember it. You're young enough to where you're just a freaking kid.
It, it's perfect. It's per. I, <laughs> I don't know what made me think of it, but I was maybe 12, 13, something like that, going to a Dodger game. We had My dad got some really good seats. We were sitting just behind the Dodger dugout by, like I don't know, 15 or 20 rows. Really good. Mm-hmm. You could, really close to the field. And there was, I think it was against the Mets, and I think David Cohn was pitching for the Mets at the time, and he brushed somebody back. And the next thing you know, next, I think it was Pedro Guerrero was the next hitter, and Pedro Guerrero comes up and gets plunked. Like, they, he hits him in the back, and Guerrero's having none of it, and he's going to go out and have a discussion. And fight starts, you know, brawl, bench is empty, here comes the guys over the, the bullpen, and they're running in, and it's chaos, and it's super fun. And like you're saying, I'm 13, like, I can't believe I'm this close to a benches-clearing incident. And Pedro Guerrero was wailing on this guy on the Jeez. side. Like, it wasn't one of those pushing and shoving. Like, he yeah. was hammering him. And I can remember it like it was yesterday. And it's just to, to his point that when you're in the building for this, and never mind, something as remarkable as that. Just so extraordinary. You know, it's funny when, when he says courtside seats, those moments, it actually really doesn't matter where you are. You're let, right. Let, let me give you kind of an example. So let's say you were sitting in a 300 section and you're sitting in the three sec- 300 section for that shot, or you're sitting in the bleachers when Chris Taylor hits his home run, those moments, it kind of you're just in the you're there. building. You you're feel there. it like nothing else. You feel it if you're at a bar in your living room or yeah. in your garage. Like yeah. I mean, no matter where you are, it, it resonates like that. Let's go to Pacoima and Fernando. Fernando, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Yeah, so um wanted to chime in, too, on this uh, Robert Ory, the, the shot. Um, so I was 18 years old, hanging out with my friends at a pizza place out in Silmar. Uh, Red Vest Pizza, no longer around. But uh, we're out there having, uh, just eating pizza and drinking soda. We're kids. And uh, Robert Ory hits this shot. And uh, there was a group of girls sitting around us in the area. Uh, well, he hits the shot. I jump on the bench to celebrate. Uh, a girl jumps on the bench to celebrate with me and gives me a hug. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know the girl's name or anything. Uh, today is our 20-year anniversary. No it's way, our, bro. Seriously? 10-year wedding anniversary. Yeah, we, uh, we, we, I proposed to her 10 years later at that same pizza place. Mm. And, uh, yeah, 10 years, 20 years uh, together, 10 years married. Uh, great, great little. So how how old were you, Fernando, when you when you hugged her for the first time? Eighteen years old. Eighteen. That's fantastic. That I, I love that. Thank goodness he made the shot. Yeah, he misses the shot. <laughs> right. Then what happens? Yeah, I know. Um, well, actually, it was uh, she didn't give me her phone number, so that was a thing. After we walked out, she didn't want to give me her phone number or anything. Um, so um, we ended up running into each other a week later, and that's when it was like, wait a minute. Okay, there it so is. Fernando, did you go up to her and say, hey, I'm the guy from the pizza place when Robert Ory made the shot? No, no, it was, it, it, we seen each other, we locked eyes, and it was like, it, it, we didn't, there was no need to talk about anything at that point. Mm. It was uh, 18 years old doing what they do <laughs> that's a great story Fernando. thank you congratulations and uh, i'm glad he made the shot for you and your wife's sake that's great damn that's a good story yeah, who's going to top that one nobody not 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 even gonna try yeah or he hit the shot i met my wife right i i you know what we forgot to do we forgot to ask if they have children and if any of them are named robert or roberta or, or, or so, so <laughs> maybe flotty uh, got some love i'd like you to meet our uh son turkaloo <laughs> yeah, he do. He, I, I love it. I love it. Let's try one more. Let's go to Ricky in Long Beach. Ricky, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking the call. I'm a big fan. So, mine's not nearly as romantic or <laughs> not nearly as close as the kid that was at courtside, but I was uh, 21 years old. 
somewhere in the middle of the Pacific aboard the USS Pearl Harbor. Uh, so I was in the Marines at the time, and we we're heading to, towards Hawaii. And so aboard the ship, we have a cable network, but it doesn't show everything. It's the Armed Forces Network, and you're stuck with what you got. And uh, so being the ship barber, I had I had hookups. I had hookups in the shower hall. I had hookups everywhere. And the guys on the uh, the top secret deck up on the uh, up top, they had the internet. And the internet, I mean, 2002 internet was you know just imagine. Sure. So my buddy says, hey, come up. You know, we we can check the game out. You know, Laker fan from Compton. I'm from Long Beach. We're like, all right, let's do this. And so we had to constantly refresh. <laughs> so we're like, oh my God, what's going on? And so we re- re- refresh. And find out they won. So we didn't get to see the highlights for like a week until we got to Hawaii. And so, like, it's just die our Laker fans since 1980. December 1980, he was born. I'm a Laker fan ever since. And, you know, that whole playoffs and run-up, was it just coincides with my, my time in the Marine Corps, which is, you know, you got a bunch of different sports fans sure. arguing with each other. So <laughs> it's a great, great era of my time. So, yeah, I, I love it. That's a great story, too, Ricky. Thank you so much for sharing it. I mean, I'm, can I be a dork for a sec and, and, and the sincere dork? What, uh, what 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 else does what these last calls have just described? You're talking about somebody that's got a lifelong childhood memory. You've got somebody that met his wife because yep. of a shot. And you've got a guy that's out in the middle of the ocean serving in the military who's watching this, who's making connections with people from all over the world. What else does that? What, what, what other sort of events bring Honestly, that sort that of people together? Kinda, that is the foundation. It's awesome. Not gonna happen in the beginning the of a lifetime of trauma. Yes, in the beginning, of, <laughs> in the beginning of your absolute lowest moment. <laughs> All right, changing gears. It's a spectrum. One of my favorite lines, my favorite TV shows, The Simpsons. One of my favorite lines where Bart says to Homer, this is the worst moment of my life. And Homer says, worst moment of your life so far. <laughs> so, Taylor, maybe, maybe you have More. something to look forward to. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm going to make sure that we uh, get those shirts that say fear the deer. I'm going to get it for our whole show just so we all are aware that I'm not, deers I'm not opening that link. should be feared. I'm not opening that I, link. No. Because <laughs> we're going to look at how are you? deers a lot different. <laughs> I don't want to see I don't want you that. You should. All right. All right. So uh, there's an article that went around. The headline was James Worthy on the State of the NBA. All they do is practice threes, get tattoos, and tweet. So my uh, factor cap is. 
practicing threes, getting tattoos, and tweeting sounds like a good time. Alan, factor cap. I'll go cap on this one. I don't have any tattoos. Twitter, I'm, I've kind of fallen. I've fallen. You've taken me somewhere on Twitter. Before, I have? Yeah, before you used to tell me that when the show ends, uh-huh. you're kind of off the platforms. You're More you're, often than not. More often than not. Only to post taco pictures. That's right. Which is a great way That's of using Twitter. That's how I Twitter. think it's supposed to be used. Yeah, that, that if, sure. if more people were using Twitter that way, yes. it'd be an unbelievable society that we would be in. <laughs> so I, I'm good for the shooting jumpers, shooting threes. But Twitter, I'm kind of with you. Once the show ends, I told you, I took it off my phone. Yeah. Kind of nice. Now you go back to it throughout the day. Okay, I'll get my laptop out. Go take a quick look at anything there. Oh, so you, if you're going to look at it, you got, oh, yeah, you took it off your phone. You won't even pop it back on temporarily mm. and sort through it? There's nothing to, like, is there anything on there that you're like, I, I got to get this right now? Once our show ends, is there anything? The old, I, I do like to interact with the listeners occasionally. They'll send mm-hmm. me funny things, and I like to acknowledge that I've gotten them, and I'll send it back. But I, I, it, 95% of my Twitter usage is done during the show. Now, do I think the world's going to end that that's what the NBA is? Uh-huh. And were these on that boat? No, I don't think the world's, world's done. I do have a tattoo, um, and I regret it. I wish I didn't have one, but I do. Um, tweeting is not my cup of tea. So Where's I, your tattoo? I, on my back. Is it like a full dragon, or <laughs> it's not a dragon? I, I it's, if you guess it, I will tell you that you guessed it correctly. But I'm not just going to tell you what it is. Um, and then shooting three, sure. Who doesn't like to shoot threes? That sounds like a lot of fun. I, I wouldn't mind going out there and getting up a few shots. But the tweeting and the tattooing picture is not of really you for in me. Santa Barbara on the mound. Um, no, that's not right. But you're in the you're in the right neighborhood. Was it something you and your other teammates did together? Rogers. By the way, you're better at this than almost anybody. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Like I said, if somebody guesses it, I will tell you that you got it, it right. Is it a Santa Barbara thing? Like no, UCSB thing? It is no. not. Yeah. But you're number? you're odd. What did you say? Number? Not my number. No. You you I really don't think you'll get it because it's so incredibly stupid your stats <laughs> i don't have enough room ERA. even even though i'm super fat there's not enough room to put all the home runs and hits and walks that That's i put awesome. together and not not nearly fat enough i'd have to put on another 200 pounds all right taylor what about you what do you think about is this fun yeah this is fact i honestly wish though that twitter was around during the showtime lakers that would have been a a lot a lot. Oh my! Can you imagine? More interesting. I think. Oh, the show. Well, the Showtime. Like, I, it's funny. I miss. I heard you right, but I made the wrong connection. I was thinking the Shaq and Kobe Lakers when you said it. Even that. With, yeah. With the way that those guys were going at it for a while, that those two guys on Twitter. Oh my gosh! That the been amazing. Yeah. All subtweeting. Okay, I think amazing. a lot of these old heads would be going at it too the same way. Hey, by the any time you go generations, everybody's well the way we used to do it. That's just going to happen. Yeah. All right. So we all heard about uh, Dusty. Uh, from Taylor was talking about uh, the, his show last night. So uh, you have given yourself a nickname before, Travis Fetcher Cap. I have not, and it's one of my rules that uh, I I think you can have a nickname. It's a good rule. It's a good like rule. I don't mind if people call me like, T Rod. Like, yeah, Slee calls me T Rod every once in a while. I don't I don't mind that at all. A lot of people have. Most of it has come from my days when I worked with Jim, and that's what he would call me on the air. So a lot of people will use that nickname, and I'm perfectly fine with it. It's good. But you're not walking around, hey, don't no. call me Travis. Giving anymore. yourself a nickname yep. is not a good look, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I think someone needs to give it to you. It needs to be on brand. It needs to be specific to you. But uh, I, I'm pro-nickname, but not self-nickname. If I meet you for the first time, put my hand out there, like, hey, Alan, nice. Or no, I don't even say that. You say Alan. I'm like, no, no, you call me Slee. Yeah. Probably like, what the hell is this guy? What's, what's wrong with this guy? 
What's, What's wrong with sleep? this guy? Why would? But why, you're, but, did, didn't you say you had one of these? You mentioned it with Mason and uh, and and John. That you were about to meet somebody. The baseball guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, so I called him by his government name, and he did not correct me. Mm. So, so I, then I, you got to continue. I got to continue to go with the government name. name. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, because on, when his correspondence back to me, it's What was signed, his nickname? Well, I went with um, Tommy Smith, uh-huh. right? And instead, of, he would, he signed Smitty, it right? Smitty, but when I introduced oh, yeah, him, Tom. I said, hey, nice to meet you, Tom. <laughs> and he didn't say, no, 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 call me Smitty. So now, I gotta, now I'm committed to I Tom. I would be so uncomfortable yeah. meeting this guy for the first time and calling him, hey. No, I went with Tom. Or they call you hey, Smitty, Smitty. Huh? I went with Tom. Smitty is such nice a funny one. Nice to meet one. you, Tom. Hey, nice to meet you, Travis. That's it. Yeah, yeah no. that's it. Can't, can't give it to yourself. All right, Taylor, what about you? That's actually my high school nickname, Smitty. My last name Smith. There you the most go. Vanilla names in the world. So uh, Smitty I did not give that to myself. Forward. Though, would yeah. you be okay if if Al and I started calling you Smitty? Please call me Smitty. <laughs> By the way, that's happening. So I'm just hope Producer you Smitty. hope you meant that because that's happening from 11:38 moving forward right. right now, Smitty. Noted. So uh, the only time I've given a nickname <laughs> or I've I haven't really given it myself, but it's. Uh, Away, I mean, my Instagram handle, I have what people, what I used to call, pe- tell people how to pronounce my name. And I would, uh, and, and groups of people, they would ask me, oh, what's your nickname? Or there's so many Emily's out there, like, oh, what should we call you? And then I'd say, Heaps, or M Heaps. So my Instagram is M Heaps because that's also how you say my last name. And it was an easy way for people to say it. But I wouldn't go out and say, if, if I'm going to say, oh, I'm Heaps, nice to meet you. I would never do that, but... I also used to get called Wahoo a lot um, back in my old because state. of UVA. Yep, yeah. They only call me Oh Wahoo. What's up? I don't think he knew They're my called name. Called the Who's Al. Yes. Mm. I don't know if you knew that or not. She's, not met, she's that. mentioned it before, <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure that you. Heard I went it. to UVA. <laughs> yeah, where'd you go to school? <laughs> Never heard of it. Yep. All right. Smart so, school. Um, if, she loves Duke. <laughs> loves Coach K. Love Duke. Um, so I have been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift, also some other like um, the Chicks songs. T Swizzle. Yeah, T Swizzle, and I love the Chicks. <laughs> And um, they read a lot of songs about other people. So, the Chicks, you said? Yeah, The Chicks. That's a group? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so We are, we are so... <laughs> is, du- the, is Dua Lipa Dixie in The yeah, Chicks? formerly The Dixie Chicks. Oh, I know. Oh, Dixie, Dixie Chicks. chicks. Yeah. Yes, they but they call themselves The Chicks Oh, because you can't be Dixie anymore. Yep. Got it. Okay. So if someone wrote a mm. song about you, Dixie chicks. Oh, regardless no. of tone, you would own up to it. So regardless of if it's good or bad about you, you would own up to be that song being written about you. Taylor, since you're the musician, up first, Factor Cap. I would own up to it? Yeah, I don't know. Yep, like you would so, say, oh, yeah, that was written like, about me. Didn't Carly Simon, you're so vain, right? Yeah, the, something like that. Yeah. Right, if it's in the zeitgeist, then I was too. I think I would. I mean, I think there is a song written about me out there somewhere. Like Jake Gyllenhaal having that uh, Taylor Swift song written about him. Uh Travis? Yeah, look, I, I'm a subscriber to the There Is No Such Thing As Bad Publicity. If you Just as long as you spell my name right, I'm, I'm good with it. We can keep it moving. I, look, if, especially if it's something silly like somebody got their heart broken and, and a sorry, bad breakup kind of thing, especially if it's like teen angst kind of stuff. Let's move on. Let's keep it moving. It's not that big of a deal. If you did something horrible to somebody... Right, that that's something maybe I wouldn't want my name attached to, but ninety percent of the time I'd say I'm okay. But with if it. you did it, it's like, but what if you did something on you? like horrible, like you you cheated on your wife when she had sure. cancer or some something terrible like that? And then I don't know if I want I, that that song right there. I'm the dude. I did it. 
Like before he cheats by like carrying underwear. In general, cheating, you don't really want to own up to cheating. It's, yeah. it's a bad look. Yeah, you didn't yes. have to go even that step Well, further. I wanted to make it really bad. I'm yeah. just saying that, they, you know, that's pretty bad. I think I'm fine with it, too. And I think it does come down to, okay, even if it's something bad, if I did something bad, that's kind of on me. Right? Like, right. That's on me. Am I going to go out letting everybody know? It. We all let everybody know that, uh, that that that's based off of me. I guess. Hey, you guys, ever heard the, the song uh, "Sliwa"? Sliwa's a, a jerk. That's about me. <laughs> Think if it's titled "Sliwa is a jerk," they might get it's that good. one. It's got a good beat. You can dance to it. I'm Sliwa. I'm getting inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Have we gone like from moderate to yeah. uh, extreme? Decent? That's I, it. Yeah, I specifically was really into the song "Gaslighter" this weekend, so it's a it's a good song. It's Is a that, that's Dua Lipa? <laughs> no, it's the chicks. Oh, it's about sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big See, time. Smitty's gonna like it. I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to call you Smitty one more time. My alter ego. I really don't have much to say. You 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 are getting some inspiration along the way. Yeah, a little bit. Looking you, at you, sleep. So I need a couple days. Mm-hmm. What what's, are we gonna? What sort of genre are we gonna be? Are we gonna be in the country, the rock, reggae? The, what, what do you want? Doing? It's reggae. Reggae. It's got to be reggae yeah. for. Yeah. Does it? I mean, I guess. It doesn't have to be. No. I like a folksy song. Like I, I, the legend of I, Travis you know, and you know Slate. Whatever matches what you think will work. I'm going to leave it in Smitty's hands, and he's going <laughs> he's, he's to take care of it, and we'll be good to go right there. All right. Uh, we're still getting the Robert Ory calls. We'll get to some of those. What was it, 20 or 22 years ago? That 20. I, 20 years ago, Robert Ory made the shot against the Sacramento Kings. Um, by the way, Kyrie, here we go again. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Is this the one you were listening to? This is Emily? not the one I was listening, but it's the chicks. It's the chicks. Yeah, I know. I know them. Yeah. And you just I, picture yourself contemplating life, listening to the chicks, getting into your feelings. It's lovely. See, that's exactly what I don't want. It's not right? Bad, like, so. it's not bad. It's not bad. Connect to your roots. It, it, and again, I okay. I am not the music guy here. Yeah. But I'm just telling you, if, on the occasions that I have my music, I want something light and fun and upbeat and get your foot tapping and kind of that whole thing. Feeling they good. have that I, too. I'll, I'll play I, some I'm later. sure they do. I'm sure they do. But I just like the drink a little bourbon. It's like a, it's like a uh, a movie, right? Like, I don't want a movie that's going to make me think and be sad and in my feelings. I want to go watch Top Gun, man. I want to go watch Maverick fly Planes between the mountains. And guns. Right, like just this. fun and done. The second you're out of there, you're like why, that was awesome. You know why? I could potentially like this. My first concert was Shania Twain. So, like, this is my exactly this is my field. You, how you said you were fourteen or fifteen? Probably younger than younger that. than that. Yeah, ten, maybe twelve. That that's 13, actually maybe it's a pretty good spot to go see Shania Twain. Oh, she was amazing. I'm just saying that but that this feels is so r- stupid. And then by the time we were out, I'm like, what is she? Is she going to L.A. One next? night only? Is she Santa Barbara? <laughs> how do we follow her on her tour? You're gonna be a what? What would the dead? What would a deadhead be for a Shania Twain? The Twainiacs? Twainiacs, yeah. There you go. You should be a Shania Twainiac. So to play off Pretty happy of, with that, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I feel like I did, same time. I feel like I did a good job there. I feel like I'm on, I'm on my game, Slee. To play off of uh, Chris talking about you leaving and asking about how the coffee machine yeah. works. Yeah, well, I learned something. So our current count right now, I have left the studio oh, once for the restroom and once for water. You have left the studio once for the restroom and once for water. So right now, 
we are both it sounds it sounds like we're both a little conscious about what's happening here <laughs> i feel like i'm leaving less than i've done you in know, the past you know what we should do we should have it be like when you're in fourth grade and you got to get a pass from the teacher and she That's only right. has so a many you can only you, get a hall you can pass. only use it so many times before the teacher says Emily. you're not you're, you you can't i'm sorry alan you've already gotten a water break and yep. a bathroom break today uh you have to sit down and do Stop your math drinking homework. water <laughs> ken in rancho cucamonga ken you're next it's travis lee Hey, Travis Lee, man, you guys do a great job. And, uh, Travis, I've really followed you over your career, and I'm glad it's a place that fits and works and you're getting the credit that you're due. Wonderful show. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice of you. Hey, uh, calling about Big Bob, I've been a huge fan. I'm 54, so Lakers, Dodgers, the whole sports gamma. And uh, that morning I had a call from my doctor, who was a friend of mine. His wife couldn't go. said, hey, you want to go to the game? This is the uh, – Sacramento Kings game. I go, oh man, my wife's out of town. I got a three and a one year old. How am I going to get a babysitter? Called everybody my new, uh, new. My uh, aunt drives in from Riverside. I go, great. We go in there and it's like, holy moly, we're sitting right behind the Kings bench. <laughs> Thinking, well, it'd be awesome to sit behind the Lakers bench, but you know, and and you had that whole dynamic at the time because you know, besides Vlade, remember there was, you know, Doug Christie, sure. you got uh, Weber, you got. Uh, Bibby and Bibby's dad coaching. Remember that? Henry Bibby. So, yeah. So, what was interesting during the game, there were a couple hecklers that were really getting on Henry Bibby because at the time there was a really a strange relationship oh, between right. father and son. And man, and I was feeling kind of bad. And I'm a huge Laker fan. I'm like, you know, and a couple times, like Weber and Roddy kind of look up. It's kind of like, hey, man, be quiet. Shut up. You know, like you're kind of going too far. They even got security. I'm kind of like, I'm pointing, oh, man, it's not me. I'm kind of standing up proud. I'm behind here. I got a few homeboys calling and texting me. Dude, I see you on TV. What are you doing at the game? But when it came to that shot, it was like, you remember, the Lakers were down the whole game. They never had the lead. From 2 nothing to all the way yep. through the game, they were losing the whole time. And you're right about where the series was. If we lost that, we're done. You just, you just well, felt that, oh, man, is this it? Should we come back? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you would hope, but realistically, you know, have to, you know, come back to his home court advantage. You're underestimating David Stern. Underestimating. Yeah, really. I mean, look at the way the lottery works, right? So anyway, here it is, and I just remember that shot so vividly because it was like slow motion, you know, just like the way you guys described it was great, the attempts just to pass out. And as soon as it left its hand, you knew it was in. Hmm. I mean, people were off their feet like why it was in the air. I mean, it was such an incredible feeling, so loud. I've been to a ton of great sporting events, but that just had to be one of the best. I mean, I've never called a sports radio show, never held on to talk about it, but it was such a great feeling and memory, no matter where you were there. But I was fortunate enough. I'm sure you're going to have 100,000 people say they were there, too. Well, that's what's interesting to me, Ken. I appreciate the phone call. Thank you very much, and thank you for the kind words. Um, And I I think Alan for— 64,000 seats were sold that day. You know, it's funny. So a couple of different things here. Number one, I appreciate you thanking him for me. That was was that? That was pretty good. It's pretty good, and it was just too quick. It was, it was quick. Too, I just said, too subtle. I said thank you. Too dry. It was good. It was good. I liked I just it. Waited. A couple of things. We have a. And by the way, everybody that's called, I actually believe them that they were at the yeah, game. Of right? Course you can't I, make I, up that story. No, there, there, there's too many details. It's mm-hmm. too good. But this is what happens, right? That when there were 185,000 people at Kirk Gibson's home run. No, there weren't. There were like 50. Right? There, there, there are only so many seats. Us covering uh, the game. Right. Uh, so that. This many people remember it so vividly. We were talking about it this morning, and you and I'll give you a compliment here. 
when you start talking about, well, that is the, the, at the top of the list for you. Like, you remember, I'm like, really? Like a game that was game four of not, not a final series that didn't clinch? I'm thinking, okay, you know, teach his own. We're okay. But you're right. You, clearly, you were right about this moment because you hear Ken and you hear Fernando and you hear all of these other people that have called in and told these stories about it and they remember where it is. That landed in a way. I remember it. I remember the picture. I remember yep. the shot. Yep. But for me, it was just, okay, thank goodness they won the game and now you get to go to game five and all of those things. Like It didn't hit me quite like you were describing, but you you were spot on. There's uh, there's something about, and we're talking about, it, it's the 20-year anniversary of Robert Ori hitting the shot game four at uh, Staples Center at the time against the Kings, there's, there's just there's certain things that stand out to you. I've, I've mentioned this to you before. We've had the other side of it, too. I mean, how many moments where you feel like something was ripped from you? I could go back to Charger moments where I'm at Qualcomm Stadium <laughs> you know and funny. Nate Kading is sitting to kick a field Who goal. Who was the guy that had the interception and got up and ran with it? Marlon McCree. <laughs> Marlon, see, there you go. Okay. The, the worst, this is against the Patriots, yeah. right? This is against Tom Brady and the Patriots. And the Just worst part the ground, about Marlon. it, worst part about in his post game, if, if I could do it all over again, I'd have done it again. I'm like, really, Marlon? You want to take it to the house. <laughs> Marlon, so after all that, you still want to go do it, but we all we've all had those moments too. Where uh, I'm going to give you, and you may remember this, you may not. One another example with Robert Ory. Lakers had won three finals in a row, three championships in a row. Mm-hmm. Now they're facing the San Antonio Spurs. In this was Game Five in San Antonio, series tied two apiece. So Lakers are on the verge of going to the finals four straight years. Mm-hmm. At that point, you had kind of convinced yourself. Oh no! This is just what the like. They're going to go every single year. It's like the Yankees back in the. It's going to last forever. And the Lakers were down twenty-seven points, and I remember this like it was yesterday. I'm at uh, San Diego State University at our apartment complex, Dorchester Apartments. Lakers were down twenty-seven, came all the way back, down two in the final couple of seconds. How Robert Ori gets the ball again? In like in between the corner and the uh, the middle of the three point line, takes a three, down two, same setup gets the San Antonio Spurs, ball rims in, and out. Ugh. Lakers lose game five, get kind of blown out in game six. Here it ends. That's when Derek Fisher is crying. They kind of show yeah. all that. You've had those moments, too, so you get that one, you get the other side of it as you well. you got to have it, right? That if it's just Kirk know, Gibson home runs and Robert Ory threes, then it's just like, okay, well, we won again. But it doesn't exist. Every single fa- – if you're a true fan of sports, you've sat there like this is arguably the worst feeling from a sports moment I could have, and then you've had some good ones Think as well. Think about a, a, a very recent one that you had Clayton Kershaw, Rendon gets him. Oh, yeah. Soto gets him. Mm-hmm. They lose the game. He's and squatting out. on the mound. And he's got his hands on his head. Yep. And he says after the game, everything they say about me is true. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. I can't. Like Clayton Kershaw is one of the greatest pitchers. And he, he's feeling the way that we're feeling and right now. it's in now. his head. And it's in his head. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it's never, ever going to happen. And then you jump forward a couple of years and they win the World Series. Mm-hmm. It, that, it makes it that much. And he was a part of, of winning the World Series. Just a... Why'd you bring up all the bad stuff? Now I'm getting sad and emotional. I had to do that. ESPN let's Radio. Play, let's play the chicks again. 
ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Ask Mandy coming up at 12.15. So if you want to send those, go ahead and send them along. You can hashtag them, Ask Mandy, but send them to me and to Alan, at Alan Sliwa, at Travis Rogers, so we have uh, them easily accessible. The Lakers have multiple coaching candidates. Stop if you've heard me this say this before. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.